You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome back to the Fractured in Alteric Valley card review. This is Adam. This is Murps. We are talking about Paladin. I don't think it's going to be a spoiler when I say there's some incredibly powerful cards. Let's just get right into it. The top the, card. This is the scary one. Like, we were talking about Hunter, and we were all like, ah, Bloodletter is going to dominate. It's going to be so unfun. And it's true. Bloodletter is more problematic than anything we're going to talk about in Paladin. But Paladin has not one, but two S-tier cards. As an S-plus tier card, which again, there's not been an S-plus tier card before that wasn't a legendary. So... Now we have Bloodletter and this other card. And it has a good old-fashioned normal S-tier card, which, to be fair, Paladins probably have a few of those already. So, uh, yes. without further ado, the S-plus tier card in Paladin is Templar Captain. No one's surprised. This was memed on. I got sent this card 18 million times by people who were like, can you believe this is happening in the arena? And I was like, I mean, I can believe it, but yes, it is as powerful as everyone thinks it is. I don't have a hot take on this. It's an 8 mana, 8-8 eight, eight rush. After this attacks a minion, summon a 5-5 five, five defender with taunt. So the turn you play it, it hits something, and then you get a 5-5 five, five taunt. That 5-5 five, five taunt protects it from getting hit by other stuff, and then... Assuming it survives, which honestly it probably will, uh, you're going to get another 5-5 taunt. Yep. And anytime you attack a minion, you get another 5-5 taunt. It just keeps surviving. You can also buff this. You can give it Divine Shield. You can heal it. Like, it's just a minion. Yeah. Um. This has that abom- abominable lieutenant problem where it just immediately demands removal and if you're not able to do it well that sucks you just lost the game uh there's because you can't let it just like with lieutenant if it does live an extra turn that means you lost right that that just really does mean you lost if this does live past the initial turn yeah you also just lost um that really sucks i don't know why this the 5-5 that it spawns has taunt that's because it's defending Yes, it so is defenders called. Defenders do. It is called a defender, but um, ah, this, the Paladin shouldn't have this. Like th- this, just gives Paladins Nobody a tool. Should have this. Nobody should have this, but definitely Paladins shouldn't have this. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about this. I don't yeah. think that, that this card is complicated. It's not it's, complicated. You just look it's at it. It's not complicated. Like it's, it's just it's busted. Um, the the thing that makes this even worse is that. Paladins, well, okay, Paladins do have hard removal now, but in theory, Paladins didn't have hard removal, and this is like a semi-hard removal on top of everything, right? Like, on top of just being busted, it's also a semi-hard removal. Um, yeah, draft it, play it, and it's only a rare. This isn't like an epic or something. Bloodletter, by the way, is a common. Blood this Seeker. one's a rare. Blood Sorry, Bloodseeker is a common. This one's a rare, so it, it, it does have that going for it in that it's not as busted as it could have been. Uh, could have been but it is not an epic so you should really when you're building your paladins you should build with this card in mind just in case you get it which means don't build super fast paladins build slower paladins like not super slow paladins you're still a paladin but like don't like push a million one drops because you're gonna want to get to turn eight yep um i see people comparing this to coil fang this is better than coil fang like 
I don't see how it is worse than Coil Fang or Eagle. I'm like Coil Fang is not a S plus tier card. No. Um I think if you just look at this and the chances of it being able to generate another 5-5 five five on top mm. of it, the fact that it... So the thing with Coil Fang is, like, it hits and then it creates the body. Lots of times the first part of it will die. And then, like, the second part of it, it doesn't... I'm not saying you want to leave up, you know, that giant taunt, but, like, it doesn't demand removal in the same way as well. It's just very different. Plus, this comes mm-hmm. out, like... uh, Yeah, yeah, it's... Um, so yes, I do think that this is better than Coil Fang. Um, and if you guys think Coil Fang is that good, then yes, this is like even better than that. Um, yep. All right. Next card. Uh, next card. In addition to an S plus tier card in Templar Captain, Paladin also has an S tier card. Just so these are things that like. Uh, okay. It is Brasswing. Brasswing on thankfully is an epic. Um, it is an S-tier epic card. Remember, S-tier cards should not be in the game, period. Paladin not only has an S-plus tier card at rare, but also has a normally epic S-tier card, just for good measure. Brasswing's an 8-mana 9-7 dragon. At the end of your turn, deal 2 damage to all enemies. Including their face. This is a yeah, pure consecration. This is consecration uh, on a huge stick. Mm-hmm. And it's end of your turn, so like it will repeat if it doesn't die in one turn and it has seven health. Yep. Then honorable kill for the hell of it, restore four health to your hero. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not make this just absolutely embarrass Primordial Drake? Like just absolutely embarrass Primordial Drake and just say you thought you were good. Like <laughs> Oh my gosh! This is like, you know, this is like that meme. It, it, it's like, it's like, mom, can we have Brassway? It's like, no, we have Brassway at home, and Brassway at home is just Primordial Drake. Like, holy shit! Uh, it it can recur. Um, they have to kill this off. Like, this doesn't have taunt, but it has taunt. Um, because even if you're kind of in danger, you're probably gonna get like one or two honorable kills man mm-hmm. like two is not hard to hit and you can like set up a little bit as well um so then you can just restore some health and then even if they try to push you're able to just keep on gaining health by the so they can't leave it up so it does effectively have taunt um holy shit this thing is so busted it's so good it's consecration which costs four on what like uh, so if you're casting Consecration, and then I understand it casts at the end of turn, and there are certain benefits to casting it uh, immediately. I don't care. Don't 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 tell me that, okay, guys. Uh, on a big ass stick, ah, man, this this really sucks. I I don't want to face any paladins. I don't want to face any hunters either. Do I really want to play arena? <laughs> this is like my existential <laughs> crisis now. Do I really want to play arena? I don't know, but uh, yep. it's, it's just that good. It's just that good. Yep. This really feels like a, a, a like a fan made card where someone was like, I lost because I couldn't remove their board and they dealt a lot of damage to me and I couldn't hit my dragon synergies because I didn't draw them in time. So let me make a card that's just a normally statted dragon that kills all my opponent's stuff and heals me too. And then somehow this made it through the design process. I don't know. It's not like with this amount of random crap, you expect this guy to have a name. 
right? Not just Brasswing, unless Brasswing's a proper name. Like, I expect this to be a legendary. Like, this feels like a legendary with a story behind it. But I feel like it's not. I feel like it's just a random dragon. Um, so, okay. This is in the game now. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's Paladins can do everything. Imagine you're playing as a paladin. You're like, okay, I can't put out a big thing. Because then, they're going to play a Templar Captain. It's going to kill my big thing. It's going to... Okay, okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're going to play small things. Oh, no. Brasswing is going to come and, and, and totally wreck us. Uh, maybe you want to save a mid-removal. Why? Because you know that um, a Templar Captain is going to come in and end up with like 4 health or something after he kills one of your big thing. So you can go kill it afterwards and then not suffer as much. Um, so then you use your big removals instead of your smaller removals. But then Brasswing comes out and you need to deal 7 damage. Or you use your big, small removals thinking that, oh, for Brasswing I'll use my large removal. And then you end up getting Templar Captain and then you need to use your large removal because that thing has to be removed on um, deal like 3 damage or something. Like, this is the paladin you're facing against. So, and one of the problems is that paladins have so many ways to force out your removals because they have so much stuff that demands immediate attention, whether it is through neutral buffs, like just the Fungomancer, or Blessing of Authority. So, like, for example, they put out Templar Captain. You, you gotta use your removal. You've used the removal on the Templar Captain, and then you spend extra resources getting rid of the 5-5, five five, and you're kind of yeah. out a little bit, and then they Blessing of Authority, backbreaking. Or if it's Blessing of Authority first, then you have used mm. the removal, and then they Templar ca Captain, backbreaking. If you've survived that, and then, you know, for some reason they have just, like, the next card. Hey, like, let's let's go into it, right? Um, the next card is Hold the Bridge. We are in the B category now. B category, okay, good, okay, good okay. card. Before this, I want, I want to say one more thing about how you should play around it. Don't play around Brasswing. It's an epic card. If you can't play around both Brasswing and, uh, and uh, the Templar Captain, play around Templar Captain. It's a better card uh, in that people draft it more and people will be offered it like way more than Brasswing. So if you're going to have to pick, do that. I, I really don't know, like, but that's how I would go about it. Okay, oh, now getting on to definitely. what Murphs is talking about. Hold the Bridge is... There's, we have two B-level cards after this. So that's a pretty big power drop. We're, we're outside of the needs-to-be-banned card, and we're just into normally good cards that all the classes have. Uh, Hold the Bridge is three mana. It's a holy spell. Give a minion plus two, plus one, and Divine Shield. It gains lifesteal until end of turn. And it's a holy spell, uh, which mm -hmm. has some potential synergies. It's just pretty good. Like, if you have a minion out there, um, on average, how much health are you gaining from it uh you're gaining like a decent amount maybe like mm -hmm. three health from it probably more yeah maybe more um life i mean you're gaining at least two health because you've already buffed it plus two right right uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so, so it would three be three is the absolute minimum right sorry i meant three on top like so or sorry oh. three for the shield so it'd be four because it is plus one right three for oh, the shield you're talking about the health yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of the minion yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So it would approximately be that. Lifesteal on the turn, uh, health matters more and more, right? Um, so this is just a solid, good buff. Like, it's it's going to be mm -hmm. good, and you can't leave... So uh, here's exactly what I mean. Like, you feel obligated to keep on removing the Paladin stuff, and you are right in feeling that, because they're going to Blessing of Authority. They're going to just hold the bridge. They're going to do all of this stuff... 
but that means you can't really play the strategic thing that you want to play in, which is like, they have so many things you got, you know, in your mind, you're like, I got to remove this. You're, you're just going to run out sometimes. A lot of times. You're actually. always going to run out. Yeah. So you're going to run trap. out. Just let them do it. Just let them do let it. Let them do it. Come back on the board later. Yeah. Like, you're not going to keep, like, in the beginning, obviously try to fight for the board. But if you're feeling like you maybe have to stretch your resources, consider what your deck looks like. And maybe you can just let them do it and then remove it afterwards. Because if you let them Blessing of Authority and then you remove the Blessing of Authority, that's still one removal. Whereas if you remove the thing that you're afraid they're going to Blessing of Authority, that's one removal and they still have the Blessing of Authority. So, you know, pick your battles. Yep. Take some damage. All right, next card is Dunbowder Bridge. This is another objective card. It's a four mana one. After you summon a minion, summon. So it doesn't have to be played from your hand. After you summon a minion, give it plus two, plus two, last three turns. This is a B card. I think some people look at this and they're like, oh, this is too slow. This, Once again, this is going to be the surprising card, I think. Some people are going to look at this and just be like, whoa, way too slow. I don't think it's going to be as, quote, slow as you guys think it is going to be. Is it a turn four play? No. Mm -hmm. It won't be. Not really. Sometimes you might play on turn four. I, I don't think you typically Well, because if you play it on turn four, you lose a turn. This yeah. last three turns, you play it on turn four, you can't summon anything. Yeah. I so think, you don't want to play it on turn four. I think this is a turn eight slash eight plus uh, mm -hmm. call, like play. And once again, do I think games are going to go to that level? Yeah, I do. I do. I definitely do. I think that's going to be the pace of the game. And better because all your good cards are eight mana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and how good is this in that case? I think backbreakingly good. I think like, I, I mean, I'm not saying that this is a silver sword, but if you look at sort of like how late silver sword is and how quote slow silver sword is, once again, I'm not saying this is silver sword, uh, but like it has that effect, right? Mm -hmm. In which it's like, yeah. Silver Sword comes out earliest on turn 8. This you could even play earlier, but it's got that effect where it's like, holy shit. It's like, man, this really just, uh, after you play it, 3 turns is a long time. 2-2 two, two on everything is a lot of stats. They got to deal with that. That's an immense amount of pressure in the next 3 turns. I think it's backbreaking a lot of times for your opponent. Yep. Yep, it's just a ton of stats, that's all. It's delayed, but it is a lot of stats. Yeah. A lot of stats really more than makes up for uh, for the delay. So, and some people like, might think that this is even a little low, in which I would say, it is awkward. Mm, like, eh. It, yeah, it's, it's awkward. You do, like, one of the things with summoning minions is you have to have minions in your hand to summon. Your hero power is just one minion, and it becomes a 3-3. Three, three. And again, 3-3s three, are bad. Even if they're free and you only play two mana for them, they're still bad. Uh, like you still gotta have minions to summon you're not gonna get perfect mana turns where you're just summoning minions sometimes you're gonna have to play a spell or whatever and uh, if you just play one big minion like that's not gonna summon that's only gonna give you plus two plus two like there's a lot of limitations on what you do with it and you also have to kind of like get to turn eight with still a hand and not be dead and like live a couple more turns afterwards like you look at Brasswing it removes the board it heals you you look at Templar Captain, it removes a big thing on the board, it taunts. 
You look at Dumbalder Bridge, you better have a taunt minion in your hand that costs four mana that you could play on the same turn, you know, or a rush minion or something. Or else you're, like, it's a combo kind of card if you wanted to have any immediate impact. So it has a bunch of limitations, but the raw power is still so big. Like, I remember, like, when we first added Merce, thought this was, like, a lower card, and then I was like, no, 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 think of it as a turn eight card. Because... If you think of it as a turn 4 card, it's not that good. But on, on turn 8, now you're really starting to... If you if you can... Not always, but a large percentage of time, you can really get it to pop off. Yep. Okay. Uh, next, we're going into two cars that are C-tier. First is Cavalry Horn. Cavalry Horn is a 5-mana 3-2. Death Rattle, summon the lowest cost minion in your hand. Uh, okay, so it should be three mana, but it's five mana, but after, I guess, one turn. After one it, turn, yeah. Yeah. You get to, whatever the lowest cost minion in your hand is, it gets to come out. Um, so yeah, it's pretty fair. It's fair. It's it's a fair card. It's a C. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's... you and sometimes it's like rare you for it weapons to be fair. So yeah. it's a pretty bad weapon as far as weapons are concerned, but weapons are good. So Yep, weapons are, are just pretty good. So uh, and sometimes you can set it up. Alright, uh, next card we have Protect the Innocent. Protect the Innocent is also a C-tier card. 5 mana, summon a 5-5 defender with taunt. If your hero was healed this turn, summon another. So a 5 mana 5-5 five, five with taunt is not terrible. No. That's okay. Um, there's not that many ways to heal you. And yeah. there are some ways that are a little bit more expensive. Like, you know, you can do Shroom Brewer and uh, this, but that's like 9 mana. So, you know, it's there's there's not that many ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Next up, we have the bad cards. We are in D and D plus territory. So the first one is D plus. It is the legendary card. It is... Saidan the Scarlet. Um, it's a 2 2 rush for 3 mana. And it has whenever this minion gains attack or health, double that amount wherever this is. There's some combos that you can pull off or whatever, but like, you have to play this with the other thing uh, or buff it like in hand or hand whatever. Because you can't play this by itself. I mean, you could, yes. but you can't play it by itself. You just cannot. Yes, it needs to it, be comboed. It needs that. Uh, so, and, and that's why it's low. But yeah. that's also why it's not F. If it's a three mana two two rush, it would be F. Yeah. Like um, it's this ability is actually doing a lot of work, and I can imagine that it's a totally constructive viable card. Uh, but in arena, it's it's not quite getting there. D plus is almost a yeti. Like, that's how powerful the if the situation hits is. You know, the situa- this is ridiculous if the situation hits. Yep. Uh, and yes, guys, this does work with the bridge. But mm-hmm. once again, you know, you got to play the bridge first, and then you got to play this and everything. And so. it doesn't work that well with the bridge. The bridge gives lifesteal and divine shield, which doesn't double. It just gives three extra stats with the bridge. Like, it's still good, but you want to do it, like, especially with hand buffs. That's where the power is with this card. Yep. Okay. Uh, next, we have two cards that are D, uh, just flat D. We have mm-hmm. Vitality Surge, which is a two-mana spell. Draw a minion. Restore health to your hero equal to its cost. Here's a heal sure. for that trigger. Here's a just heal. like hold the bridge. Yeah, it's just uh, an expensive heal, but you know mm-hmm. there it is. Uh, 
and then drawing minions bad. Like it's basically where we're at. This is the opposite of drawing a spell. Drawing a minion is bad. You have a lot of minions. You don't select which minion it is. It's just not. You'd rather draw a card, and this is two mana to do it and, and have a small heal. Yep. Um, and then you have in D tier Stone Hearth Vindicator, a three mana three one battle cry. Draw a spell that costs three or less. It costs zero this turn. Yeah, okay. So you basically, because you're drawing the card, you don't use up a card. So you just think of it as one card. That is three mana, three one, and you play a three mana or a less spell this turn that you can target. But you can't pick which spell it is. You can't it's random pick. from your yeah. deck. And you can hold it and play it later. Like, it, it's very awkward. This feels like you need a lot of planning that you can't really do in Arena with your deck. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's that's basically Paladin. They got a lot of strong cards. And once again, Paladin will always be dependent on the adjusts. I would say even more so than other classes. Because, like, they do lack that flexibility. So it's like, whenever they get class cards, wow, they're really good. If they don't get class cards, ugh, they got, like... Not much to fall back on. Neutral synergies for them are not really as strong or as prevalent as potentially some other classes. So we'll see like exactly how it holds up. Because Paladins have gotten crazy cars for a long time. And Paladins haven't dominated the meta like every step mm -hmm. of the way. And it's because Blizzard has uh, a heavy thumb on the scale. So... Blessing of Authority has been in. You know, we've seen that before. These new cards are coming in, but Brasswing is epic. Templar Captain might just be adjusted into Oblivion. And then you just have, like, eh, kind of, like, just okay-ish cards. Uh, and Paladin probably can't win with those. So, um... Please ban Templar Captain Blizzard. Yes. Uh, if they... Not, not as bad as Blood whatever... Seeker, yeah, Bloodseeker, but but still, still an S plus card. There's just no S plus cards like until now. It's just so crazy that now we have two all of a sudden. Yes. Anyways, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, but Templar Captain is not constructed viable, right? This I'm like sure it's not. not. Card. I'm sure it's not because like constructed is all about quests now, um, and these just don't fit quests. Like, yeah. That's one of the, the complaints people have had, that Constructed is too much about completing your own goals in the most efficient way possible, and these don't, these don't do that. Um, like, I, I can't see this, or if it's played, I can't see it being, like, the deck, you know, or one of the decks. Maybe I'm wrong, mm -hmm. but I, I just don't see it that okay. way. Alright, well, that's Paladin for you. Um, you want to give some shoutouts? Um, let's see. All right, let's let's shout out the uh, the Patreons one more time. Uh, thank you to RV Night Train, Yin Fifteen Gold Cringe, Eric L, Aaron L S, Dan F, Karova, RVG, Four P, and Brand New. Thank you guys. We'll see you in the next video. Bye. Welcome back to the Fractured and Alteric Card Review by the Grinning Goat Lightforge Podcast. Hi. Uh, okay. Let's talk about priests. 
People love yeah, priests. What, Everyone's favorite class. One of these, one of these classes with no S tier cards. Yeah. Remember those? It's it's weird. Uh, but let's talk about uh, priests. Are they going to be super oppressive? If it is, it won't be really because of these new cards. Um, it might be. It could be. Uh, it might be. Here's one of them. Here's a candidate for oppression. Although this is an epic, so it's not really going to oppress too many people. It is a one mana priest spell. These are all A tier cards. So they're like top of the line priest spells that you normally see. Uh, it's only one mana, right? For a one mana card to get uh, A tier status is pretty damn good. Choose a minion. It steals one health from all other minions. So... Remember, like, that Mage Shooting Stars spell that we were talking about before, where it just, like, deals one damage to all enemy minions, and it was, like, really good? Well, this one doesn't just do that, but then gives one of your minions a bunch of health. The only difference is that you have to have a health, and it'll also steal health from your other minions, too, which, you know, you're just reallocating health among your minions. Not a big deal. Yep. Really freaking good. Um, you get a lot more than you should. Uh, and in a class that naturally doesn't have a ping. So this is nice. This is just a nice uh, early game or mid game tempo swing. It's a huge tempo mm -hmm. swing potentially. Yeah. yeah. It's a gigantic tempo swing for one mana. Um, so beyond that, there's another insanely good card, but again, not S tier, just A tier, like a, a, a traditionally normal premium card. Uh, and it is Spirit Guide. Spirit Guide is a 5-mana five 5-5 five, five taunt. Already decent. Death Rattle. Draw a Holy Spell and a Shadow Spell. I'm going to repeat that. It's a normal 5-mana card that will probably be rated like, I don't know, D-plus or something. Uh, and then you draw two spells from your deck. Yep. Well, what? You just draw to... And remember, spells are better than cards. Spells are good. The things you want are spells. So as long as you have a holy spell in your deck, which you probably do, and you have a shadow spell in your deck, which after this set you probably do, uh, yeah. it's good. Yep. Quite good. Okay. Um, next card... What is it? So next, we have four cards that are all B-tier. Again, B-tiers are your normal. This card is a good card in my deck. It's in the, definitely in the top half of, of my cards. Um, we'll start with Deliverance. Deliverance is three mana. Holy spell. Deal three damage to a minion. Honorable kill. Summon a new 3-3 copy of it. So, again... 2 damage for 2 mana, super bad. 3 damage for 3 mana, super bad. You need to get this honorable kill. So the entire question of how good this card is... So, so like, yeah, one is, like, unless you're super desperate, just wait for the honorable kill. And uh, two, the question is, what are the chances you're going to be able to pull the honorable kill? How often is this card a dead card, like, not pulling its weight in your hand? And how, free, how much can you, like, use it? And what do you use it on? Are you just going to use it on something and get a 3-3? Three, three? Or can you actually find a minion with, like, an ability or, like, a death rattle or something? Like, that's that's the question that uh, that determines whether this card is uh, a good card or, like, just an okay card. Yep. Um, you will most likely be able to wait as the priest because you have lots of ways to 
stole the game. You have lots of ways to heal. You have lots of ways to just be as annoying as possible. So you can wait. Uh, but yes, on, on average, it's kind of only a B. Because like a lot of times, you know, you're thinking of also the, the dream, right? It's like, oh, I can do this on a proto Drake or I can do this on mm -hmm. like the uh the six mana minion that has a condition conditioning <laughs> attached to it it's like yeah that's nice and everything but lots of times you won't get that it'll just be a regular 3-3 there are times in which you have to kill something and you might not even get the honorable kill well that sucks but you had to kill that anyways so it just averages out to like a b yep uh remember shamans have this card uh with one uh with one overload it doesn't get the ability, but it's otherwise uh, the same thing. It does not require honorable kill, and that card is good. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, this is the same, except it is much more conditional, um, and with a potentially higher payout, and it costs one less mana. Um, yep. I, I think the thing here is that three damage is actually kind of hard to pull off. Will you be able to pull it off at some point in the game? Yes, 100%. But it will be in your hand for longer than you probably think it will be. Yep. Uh, next up is Stormpike Aid Station. So here's the priest objective location, whatever. Uh, at the, Three mana. At the end of your turn, give your minions plus two health. Last three turns. So this is like the Paladin one, which is plus two, plus two on things you summon, except this is one less mana, you don't get the attack, but it rebuffs your minions if they stay alive. And they're more likely to stay alive because you're giving them health. Yeah, um, and if not, you're, give, you're giving the new min minions that you put out mm -hmm. health. This is good. This is nice. You're doing exactly what you want to do uh, as a priest. And I think that this card... Um, you get the value like pretty fast because uh, you don't even have to kind of like wait until you know the three turns like you had to do with the the two two stealth like cubs to get mm -hmm. your value you could pretty much get this value like in one and a half slash two turns very easily yep. very very easily and then turn three is pure bonus yep as long as you have minions you get it that's that's the only condition. And as priests, how many minions are you gonna have, right? Like, yeah, we'll see. But it's it's quite strong. Uh, that's why it's B tier on on paper. It just depends on what your style of your deck is. Uh, next, we have another B tier card. It is Undying Disciple. Undying Disciple is a rare six mana three seven taunt. Which is a little understated, but it has a death rattle. Deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. So that is a at least three damage board clear to the enemies, which is quite powerful. So it makes this essentially a 6-7 with taunt at minimum that also damages anything else on your opponent's board. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, like, if you're looking at what the Priest cards are doing, it's, uh, just a lot of, like, normal, like, stuff. Like, the Priests aren't doing anything ridiculous. They are, they just have powerful, good cards that do normal things. Like, they're buffing things on the board, they're, you know, killing, they're removing by dealing three damage, they're taunting, 
they are drawing spells, right? It's just very normal, like, Hearthstone stuff. Not even, like, necessarily Priest stuff. But they're all quite good. Um, the Legendary is the next one we'll talk about. This one is also B-tier. It is 4 mana, 1-4. Battle Cry, take control of an enemy minion. Death Rattle, give it back. Uh, so, 1-4 <laughs> is obviously a terrible stat line. Taking control of an enemy minion is great. But it only takes four damage for your opponent to get it back, which they'll probably do on the very next turn. Yeah, but at the very least, like, so the best use of this is when they obviously don't immediately have the answer on the board. So it takes uh, either kind of a rush or it takes a spell uh, in order to kill it. And in which case you've at least frozen whatever minion yep. uh, for a turn. So even in those scenarios, it's like, okay, you you know, you know play to understand a minion, but at least you froze the big thing for a turn. And in really good scenarios, uh, you might actually just be able to take it and then at least use the minion once uh, to either trade mm -hmm. or, or do something with it. It's pretty good. It won't always yeah. die. Like, it won't always die. There are ways for you to protect it. At the very least, there are ways for you to just be super-duper annoying with this card. Yep. Um, okay, so we got three more cards left in Priest. Uh, two of them are D... Oh, sorry, are C-pluses. So we're going to talk about them next. Remember, C-plus, still, still good. Uh, still on the right side of, uh, how, of the average card on your deck. Um, and the first is Gift of the Naru, uh, one mana, epic spell, holy. Restore three health to all characters, including face, including your opponents. If any are still damaged, draw a card. So, one mana draw cards are already pretty good. You get some additional healing when you want to, which is also good. Um, it's not higher than this because it's not as flexible as it seems something still has to be damaged and you're a priest it's entirely likely nothing is damaged once you heal everything for three so uh, it's not as flexible as it takes for this to like move up into a good card category but in the most scenarios it is it is quite good that's why it's c plus yep okay uh <sighs> what is what's what's next next is bless two mana holy spell give a minion plus two health then set its attack to be equal to its health so uh, this is uh, you know potentially a two two buff plus two plus two buff at least uh, possibly plus more attack if you're if you have a, uh, a high health low attack minion um, so yeah it's uh it's good you know take it over a yeti definitely um could potentially have high pop-off potential for a, just a two mana card but at the same time um you, you can't buff the health of things you actually want to buff the health of like it's got to be set up yeah like, you, you need that like two four on the board or something right you can't have like a, a yeti that's already eating something so yeah remember guys um because i already see it people are like wait isn't this Amazing. All right, I'm, I'm going to run something by you. Sometimes the attack is higher than the health. I'm gonna, and not because I'm the attack was higher than the health, but because you've used it somehow, right? Or yeah. it got some incidental damage from your opponent's board clear or whatever. 
I know, I know. It's 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 insane. Like it's literally something that will never happen. But I'm gonna tell you guys, sometimes it does happen. Sometimes the attack is like a good amount higher than the health, and you don't always want to like heal it and then do this or like some. It it's awkward sometimes. Um, you're thinking of all those times in which you're just like, oh, if I drafted this like two eight. And or like two seven or something. I'm like, uh, how many two sevens and two eights are you like drafting? First of all, right? Like, let's let's think about this for a second. So, it's not terrible. Like, it's not undraftably bad. But I mean, it's it's, it's actively it's, good, right? It's like it's C plus. C plus is fine. Yeah, it's a C plus. That means it is a average card that you will draft. It, yes. It's like there. It's like the average card that you will draft. Not even that you will see, that you will draft. And, you know, mm-hmm. th- that's pretty good because the cards that you draft these days are pretty good. But mm-hmm. you have to acknowledge it's like downsides, which there are plenty of it. And the upside is like, whoa. Remember, two card combos are, are pretty, like, they're pretty nasty nowadays. So if you're like, oh, man, I have like a 2-6 or a 2-8 and then this, ah, good for you. <laughs> like, that that's kind of what you expect from those, like, quote, combos. Plus, what, you, yeah. were, you were just drafting, like, two sixes? I will say this, there's a lot of cards in this set for Priest that give you health, right? Stormpike Aid Station is a good card. It gives you a lot of health. Bless uh, can take advantage of that. Gift, uh, Gift of the Naru heals. Shadowward Devourer gives you health um there's there's a number of cards that go in this direction and priest has other cards that go there but it, it requires setup it does require like, setup like it's, when you're thinking of the good scenarios you're basically thinking of a combo and, and combos are supposed to be good yep so yes um i already see this as well frazzled freshman into this yes you can have on turn two uh a six six it is possible um but yeah like it's not gonna happen that often so in that instance yes bless is like an amazing card but remember these rankings are based on average just average scenario all right last card is the only bad card in the entire preset uh for this expansion it is luminous geode it is a two mana one four after a friendly minion is healed give it plus two attack the body itself just sucks man yeah like that's Um, really the problem the body itself just really sucks uh the effect that it has it's okay like i i don't know if someone really likes this you can tell me why you really like it but i i don't see it man the the priest just like the priest hero power is actually just like so bad now like hero powers in general are so bad but at least hero powers that damage stuff scales based on how good the thing is that you need to kill this like priest hero power scales on how good your minion is to keep alive and not a lot of priest minions are that good to keep alive like they don't have like recurring effects the very few that do have recurring effects are like just absurdly good cards anyway because it's priests right they give health to stuff and they heal it so they tend to not print those cards for priests for that exact reason so you're just like being very slow when you use your hero power uh, as priest. And after you do that, you get plus two attack, like whoop-de-doo. 
maybe even had an initiative, which meant that you had to have a thing that was already damaged that survived a turn. Like, just, your chances of getting it to do anything is low, and your chances of it getting it to do anything that is relevant is, is even lower. Yep. Alright, so, that's, uh, Priest... I, I tend to focus more on the cars that are coming back, <clears throat> rather than these new cars, which are like, you know, they're, they're fine, um, but, yeah, like, Priest can certainly be pretty nuts, or even oppressive, given the adjusts and how many class cars they get. Draconic Studies is really, really scary so scary because of you know all these dragons that are in um yeah we'll see but I, I i can definitely see a meta in which priests are super duper annoying and they just keep on clearing you and then they finish you off with uh, all this big stuff yeah. the centerpiece of the new cards and priests is spirit guide it's a common card it's almost on curve it taunts and most importantly, it gets you your holy and shadow spells into your hand. And those are the spells that hard remove, that do all this like crap. And so you will get access to your spells much more frequently than you used to. Because you will always take Spirit Guide. Like, every, this is just such an insanely good card. It's an A-tier card. You will just always take it. And that will incentivize you to put holy spells and shadow spells in your deck. So priests are just going to have a lot of like spells. Uh, and priests already normally play with a lot of spells, especially with uh, Mage Scribe. Like I think Mage Scribe was the best with priests out of uh, out of all the classes, and that'll probably be true again. Um, and you're just going to have that loop, right? Like dragons, spells, more spells, dragons. Like this is it's it's priests are going to be very normal, but annoying in the priest way. Like they're not. This is not the big combo priest era this is the we're just gonna do more things than other people and have more resources yep okay that's All it right. that's it we're not gonna give any shout outs here we'll see you in the next episode which is going to be about rogue uh, until then this is Adwikta this is Murps see you guys Welcome back to the Fractured and Alteric card review stream by the Grinning Goat. This is Odwicta. This is Merps. Hello. We're talking about Rogue. This is not going to be super exciting. And if you remember, it's like, well, when was the last time Rogue was exciting? It's been a Never. while. It's been a while. Uh, I was just telling chat this. Uh, my Rogue highest win was nine wins since they started tracking on the achievements. Wow. I mean, partly because Rogue has just never been an even average class. And also, I'm not picking Rogue because they're, they're, they're not good and they're not fun. So, that kind of combines to just two years. In the last two years, the highest Rogue run I've had was nine wins. I don't know how many Rogue runs I even attempted, but I bet it's, like, pretty low, too. Um, so, yeah. Uh, is this second to change anything? Well, we're getting one good card, at least. The Lobotomizer. It's too bad it's an epic. It's an A-tier card. Um, so it's top of the scale before things get broken. Two mana, 2-2 two -two weapon, honorable kill. Get a copy of the top card of your opponent's deck. So two mana, 2-2. Two -two. If you can honorable kill with it, then you get to draw a card. You get to draw a card. You could potentially draw two cards um, over the span of two turns. You know what your opponent has. I mean, your opponent also knows what you drew, but it's nice to see what your opponent has. It's just a decent amount of value for uh, for two mana. That's basically it. 
So it's not nothing like fancy. it's nothing fancy. It's nothing like super exciting or mm-hmm. ridiculously kind of like swingy. Um, but it's it's nice. It's nice card advantage. Yeah, it's like a lot of card advantage potentially, and uh, that's the A card, and it's an epic. So you're not going to see it that often. Uh, next, we have two B tier cards only. Like you already see the drop off. You have one A, one B, and then one B that is a legendary. So not counting the legendary, you just have one A and one B before you start getting the C pluses. No other class we've covered is that bad, except for Hunter, and Hunter has a S plus card, which kind of makes up for everything else. So once again, we are in this rogues don't get good arena cards uh, place. Because they do crazy stuff with Rogue. They do crazy, weird, you know, constructed-y stuff with Rogue. Um, so the B-tier card for Rogue is Reconnaissance. It is common. Thankfully, not epic. Uh, it is Discover a Death Rattle Minion from another class. It costs two mana less. You want to talk about this? You, you looked into this. I actually looked into this. And uh, you initially had Reconnaissance uh, quite a bit lower. Yeah, and uh, I had it a, a C. Yeah, originally, it, I, I think it was because you included all Death Rattles. Yes. And if you look at all Death Rattles, if this was just discover a random Death Rattle, which was available, yes, it would be not good. Class Death Rattles tend to be quite good, like other Death Rattles from other classes. And this is just paper, like napkin, paper, math. But there are obviously some bad ones, and there are some super premium class ones. It ter- I estimated that each discover you will get one super premium death rattle one. The problem is, and, and you're like, oh, but that's amazing because it'll discount and your mm-hmm. banking mana and everything. The problem is it might not exactly be the one that you want, or there might still be some RNG to it. So that's what kind of holds it back. Like, you don't exactly know what you're going to get, but on average, one of the choices should be a very, very good Death Rattle class card. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Discover is always has the potential to be crazy, uh, given that the arena pools aren't, like, curated or anything. It's just what happens. So uh, it seems like it's going to be a good arena pool for, for this card. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, my math could be, like, wrong. But, like, it, it, it should be pretty... Like, I, I looked at the pool. I was like, I, I don't exactly remember what, like, the best ones were. I mean, some easy ones, let's say are for example uh teacher's pet right that's like a good one um uh what were some of the other ones like justin hunter there's like teacher's pet there's like the bloated python there's all all, all of these but Mm -hmm. uh yeah there are also some in which like they're either more rng like the rogue uh not the rogue one the other i'm I'm forgetting i'm like forgetting all this but just trust me i did my research i can't name them off the top (laughs) of my head but i looked at all of them yeah, and uh, Rogue really hasn't gotten good cards uh, since Efficient Octobot and Baron. Like Baron's gave a bunch of good Rogue cards, but this is not this is not a uh, uh, you know uncommon that Rogues don't get good cards. So you might as well take Reconnaissance. Baron's, by the way, is not in. Um, so like you're just not going to get a lot of good Rogue cards. This is going to be one of the the better Rogue cards that exist. Um, the Legendary is also pretty good. Um, that one's also B. It is Seraphine Fleet Runner, 5 mana 5 5. Battle Cry, replace your minions in hand and deck with ones from other classes. They cost two less. 
So one, you're getting class cards. Um, and they are class minions. And they uh, are also two mana discounted. So that's, that's all pretty good. Like, class cards are good. Two mana discounts are good. They even ramp if you get the big ones. And it replaces the cards in your hand as well. So you're going to get like a pretty big boost in tempo on the same or next turn. I got nothing more to say. Mm -hmm. uh, C tier is coming up next. C plus. So pretty good still. It is a Wild Paw Knoll. 5 mana, 4, 5 rush. Costs 1 less for each card you've added to your hand from another class. You're not going to be adding that many of those, um, but it is still a 4-5 rush. Like, even a 4-5 rush for 5 mana is not bad. No, it's not So bad. a 4-5 rush for, like, 4 mana, possibly? That's pretty good. I agree. So that's C+. Now getting down to C tier, it is Kotooth Yeti. Kotooth Yeti is a Yeti that is 3 mana. Except it's it's combo. Yeah. So you gotta combo it out. If you don't combo it out, it's a three mana one five, and that's bad. But this is a C, which means it's better than a Yeti, because you can probably combo it out, including with a coin. Yeah. Um yeah, so like you can coin out a Yeti as rogue now. Like, that's pretty good. But if you don't have the coin, it's gonna be a later turn Yeti for three mana. Which is not that great. It's really not that great like a cheaper yeti later on you don't care about like you mm -hmm. really don't uh, a lot of any goodness that yeti has comes from it's like oh wow you have like good stats for you know for that turn right uh and later on it doesn't it doesn't hold up it really really does not hold up guys all right now we're moving on to the bad cards the first one's d plus which is like just a little below yeti it's forsaken lieutenant it's an epic card two mana two two stealth after you play a Death Rattle minion, become a 2-2 copy of it with Rush. So it's basically like, here's a 2-2 stealth, and anytime you play a Death Rattle minion, this guy can just kill himself immediately and get that Death Rattle to trigger. That's why it gives it Rush again. Um, yep. Interesting concept. Yeah, interesting concept, uh, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, you can think of these like dream scenarios where... Once again, Proto Drake, right? Mm -hmm. Like, woohoo. Um, but, uh, no. Probably not, guys. Probably not. Um, okay. Now, the next two are actually bad. They're D, they're not even D. Plus. Um, it is Double Agent. Double Agent is a 3 mana 3 3. Again, 3 3s are bad. 3 mana, 3-3. Three, three. If you're holding a card from another class, summon a copy of this. You may be holding a card from another class. It's like, we saw from the other uh, cards, It's you get some synergies here. Like, this stuff happens. There's a bunch of discoverers. Like, stuff gets generated. But probably not. Probably not. And if you do, it's probably not on turn 3 that you can get it. So then you have a later game, 3 mana, 3-3-3-3, three, 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 which is, like, so good, but, eh. Uh, and on curve, this is barely a card. Yep. Okay. 
And Snowfall Graveyard is the next card. This is the objective for the Rogue. Uh, your death rattles trigger twice, last three turns. It's three mana. This is not a good objective because it's a synergy heavy objective and you need death rattles. And how many death rattles are you going to have? Probably not enough to make this worth it. Probably not enough. Um, you might be able to pop off with specific decks, but you probably won't. So don't think about all those like times in which it could be good. Remember, the average, okay? And the average is very... It's not looking good for for uh, for a card like this. Well, and finally, we are going to have the worst card of the set, which is uh, Contraband Stash. Um, it is five mana, and it is replay five cards from other classes you played this game. You're not going to play that many cards from other classes. You may play like one or at most two. Replaying them probably won't help, especially because they're random targets. It's also five mana. Pure constructed card. Pure constructed card. And this is the way rows have been trending in recent years as well. Like tons of very constructed, uh, focused stuff that not only are like not arena friendly they just like they're they're absolute trash in the arena because they're yeah. so dependent on these combos or uh synergies that that they like can't be used like you can't make this card viable in arena if you do it'll be super broken and constructed so yeah it's just not a card all right that's it for rogue super unexciting we're like super below the time uh We've mostly been going over the time. We, like, eked under the time for Priest. But for Rogue, there's just nothing to talk about. Like, what cards are coming back? Is anything interesting happening? No. There isn't. <laughs> there, right. there really... Like, you, you might say, oh, like, you know, the, there's this coming back. There's that coming back. I'm like, sure. There's, like, for example, the 2-4 uh, the, the with, the, with the little, like, 1-1 one, one poison death rattle that's coming back. Is that exciting? Uh, I don't know. Not, not really. Not really. Um, Rogue just isn't that exciting. They haven't been exciting for the longest freaking time. And that's part of the problem with them. Yep. Alright. We'll see you in the next episode then. We're going to talk about Shaman. Now, Shaman is exciting. Always exciting. That is that is Shaman. Um, you want to give any shout-outs? No. Gr no no shout-outs. Shout Two no shout-outs in a row. Trek onwards. All right. Okay, I'm fading. Goodbye. We, we, we need this. Goodbye. We, we need this to move on. Goodbye. Okay, okay. Goodbye. See you guys in the next one where we're doing Shaman. Welcome back. We are doing Shaman in the Fractured in Alteric card review stream. This is Adwokta. This is Murps. We're talking about Shaman. So for how boring Rogue was, Shaman is... The opposite. Very, very exciting. Super they have, exciting. They have a theme as well. Freeze yeah. Shaman. Freeze. It, it'll work in arena. It's a, it's a working arena theme. Okay. So, uh, it, yeah, it, it's one of those themes in which I'm very interested in because it, it doesn't require, like, very specific card synergies. The, the specific card synergies, those are the, the toughest ones. Uh, but you want to look at these cards and see whether or not they work independently you know whether they're independently strong and just have a bonus yeah, 
Yeah, and they, they do. Every single card we're going to show you in Shaman is better than a Yeti. Every single card. Every single card. That's how good uh, this expansion is for them. And remember, and kick... uh, the stuff that's coming back also synergizes. But mm. we'll talk about that at the end. So let's okay. kick it off with an S-tier card. S-tier card. It's not exclusively in the province of Paladins and Hunters. S-tier card is also a Shaman thing. Wild Paw Cavern. Four mana. This is an S-tier objective. At the end of your turn, summon a 3-4 elemental that freezes. Last three turns. Okay, first That's of all... 1-3-4, is it? So, let's just think of it this way. Um, yeah, you summon an elemental. The elemental that's summoned this way doesn't... I don't think it matters that much. Um, first of all, it freezes. So, like... Uh, okay... People still like Water Elemental, right? Like, people still think mm -hmm. Water Elemental is pretty decent. If you think Water Elemental is pretty decent slash good, you have to look at this and say, this is busted. <laughs> Wait, if you like Water Elemental, isn't this just Water Elemental that has, like, you can think of it as, like, I don't know, Persistent Death Rattle. You can think of it as having a million HP Whatever way you want to categorize it, this is just super at Omega Water Elemental, right? Yeah, it's like a Water Elemental with like yeah. 15 health. Okay, not not 50, but yeah, but like, yeah sure. But like it, it like freezes itself after every turn. Yes, this is super Water Elemental and people like Water Elemental. So when I was reading about this card, I was surprised. Some people were just like not super on board and i'm just like that would make sense if you think water elemental is like a d tier card but i don't think you think water elemental is a d tier card so this just necessarily like if you think water elemental is even like decent slash mm -hmm. pretty good um then this has to be a really freaking good card. And it just yeah, like, is. You don't have to think Water Elemental is like an A tier card. Oh, no, no, no. Water no, Elemental no, is no. like a B tier card, you know? Like, you're, you're set. Or maybe even a C plus tier card. Then this card is insane. Yeah. And this card is insane. I'm going to repeat that again. This card is insane. Do not be fooled by people who think, oh, it's just good. Or, eh, it's okay. This card is insane. It's an S-tier card. There are barely any S-tier cards in this game. Barely any. Don't let this set fool you. I know there's a bunch of this set. But in the game in general, there are barely S-tier cards. I'm going to go backwards. Uh, in Mines, there was exactly one S-tier card, Righteous Defense. In United and Stormwind, I believe we had zero S-tier cards. Uh, in Barons, the only S-tier card was uh, Morshot Watch Post, which got banned. That's what S-tier cards get. They get banned. Um, that that's our recent history of all the cards that they've released. Uh, so yeah, like S tier cards are great. They are boundary pushing, and this is one of them. Take it. You will see how good it is. Yeah. Just just to put it another. You remember the Druid one where you summon like these two two stealth wolves? <laughs> that was like three mana, and you get a two two stealth wolf. This is four mana, so you expect to get like plus one, plus one stats. Instead of stealth, it has freeze. They're pretty similar, right? For like stealth and freeze. I don't know. Maybe stealth is better than freeze, but I don't know how good stealth is on a 2 2 wolf. 
like you know stealth is good on like a five two or something but not on like a two two wolf right uh so this just gets one extra stat on each of them so that's three extra stats on the card yeah like on a already like pretty good card yeah they just like throw in three more stats and this is during curve turns too this isn't like oh you can't play it on four you play it later no this is super curve you play it on four you just like lose the curve for like one turn before you're caught up and then by the third turn you're over curved and the third turn by the way is not like some super late turn it's turn six so you play this on turn four and when the dormant wears off right remember dormant like biofiend how it's like totally okay to play a Valfiend, get nothing, and then get the Valfiend to pop up two turns later. Well, this is like kind of like that, except it trickles in, and you are super overcurved by turn six. Yes, like super. Uh, and um, th- this card, I-, I-, I think once again, I- I'm going to stress tempo, or sorry, immediately getting what you quote should get just isn't as important as it used to be. I think the dormant one really hammers it home because the dormant one, I think people immediately recognize it's like, oh yeah, you're you're right. I just actually do nothing some some turns. This you're not even doing nothing. You're doing something, right? Yeah, like you are a three four freeze. Yeah, you get something out of it. So this is much further away from nothing. But a lot of the best cards uh, that we've seen in the previous metas have been actually do nothing. Like don't mm-hmm. you know? Actually do nothing, nothing. And if this is uh, getting you something immediately, plus it, it freezes, um, damn, that's real good. That's, like, really, really, really good. All right. Moving on, Walpaw Cavern. So this is a rare card. It's not common, but uh, it does set the standard for, like, okay, free Shaman's going to be a thing because everyone's going to pick this card. Um, next up is Snowfall Guardian. In, 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 in case that card wasn't good enough, here is an A-tier card. That follows it. And this one is common. Snowfall Guardian is a 5-mana 3-3 with Battlecry. Freeze all other minions. That includes your minions. Gain plus 1, plus 1 for each frozen minion. So this is a gigantic minion. It's huge. It's huge and it freezes. Um, I, I don't know what more there is to say about this. It just does a lot of what you want it to do. Like... It freezes the entire board, it establishes itself, and it, you know, you don't allow them to favorably trade. You know, you're mm-hmm. able to use this, you're able to also push another turn further to your earthquake, to your tidal wave, you know, like, uh, to, to these AoEs that are, are coming back, um, and or for you to have another turn in which to have more mana, so now you can, let's say play the spell power with uh with like tidal wave because you had primordial studies like this is the kind of stuff that like you want to start thinking about it's like are there synergies with these freeze in the older sets and yeah there are there there definitely are whether you're doing like more traditional aoe like lightning storm or these new aoe's like tidal wave uh freezing definitely works with that and shamans have the tools to just push the game on longer and longer um so these these freezes like help them do that and they have ways to capitalize on it yeah so keep in mind it's not like the best five drop like if your opponent even has like two minions it's still just a five five um if you don't have anything on your side of the board 
but it's like situationally a five drop depending on the status state of the board um uh and more important than that is at some point it'll just be five mana for something really really big and you get a free frost nova like that's that's the value of this card um okay so we got two cards now the two best cards coming in the set both freezing both amazing uh we're gonna take a little detour now into the legendary not because it, it doesn't freeze, but because it's legendary and you won't see it. Uh, it is Baron Glacier. It is uh, another A tier card. It is 7 mana 6-6 six, six elemental. Battle cry for each frost spell you've cast this game. Summon a 3-4 elemental that freezes. Um, you, you've cast a, a, a frost spell or two this game. Because you're a shaman. And shaman is frost shaman now. So this will probably trigger. And then it's a 7 mana 6-6 six, six with a 3-4. Possibly two 3-4s. Yep. Um, Alright. Um, but by the way, uh, Wild Paul Cavern is not a Frost spell. In case you're wondering. Because it's a location. Alright. Next we're on to the B-plus cards. B-plus, still very, very good. Um, first one is Sleet Breaker. Sleet Breaker is a 2 mana 3-2 elemental. So on curve. Battle Cry. Add a wind chill to your hand. Let's look at wind chill. Let's look at wind chill. Let's do it. Wind chill is a card, by the way. This is like a real card that you can draft that is part of the set. It is a B tier card. So again, a good card. Not as good as Sleep Breaker, but still good. It is one mana, freeze a minion, draw a card. Not bad. Good good cycle. Yeah. Freezing a minion? That's that's like what a zero mana card does. You just get it. Like and you still draw a card. Like it's a it's a great cycle. Even without synergies, it's a great cycle. And you're gonna get some synergies here. Um so yeah. So we're gonna bring us back to Sleepbreaker. Sleepbreaker is a three two mana three two that just gives you a good card. Not just any good card either, a good spell that has initiative that can be used immediately that draws a card. So it is two, it's, a, it's effectively a double card draw. It is possible tempo if you need to freeze something on top of that. And even if you play it on turn three, you can use it on the same turn. If you play it later on, you could potentially use the card that it draws to on the same turn. Like, this is a really good card. Yep. And again, we're now out to four cards that freeze. That is like all the good Shaman cards in this set. They all freeze. So finally, we have Snowball Fight. Uh, in the B category. This is another B-plus tier card. Snowball Fight is uh, epic. And it is three mana. Deal one damage to a minion and freeze it. If it survives, repeat this on another minion. This is double-sided. I think this is one that we kind of just, like, looked at and we're like, ah, I think it belongs here. Um, uh, yeah, I did no math on this. This I, is impossible. I didn't do math on it either, but I looked at it, and, you know, I did the comparisons to sort of like, oh, like, uh, how good is, like, Frost Nova? How good is all of this stuff? Um, and then, you know, with the AoE, I'm like, does the AoE really matter? I'm like, yeah, I think it does matter, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, you can freeze and set up for Lightning Storm. You can freeze and set up for, like, Tidal Wave. You can just do all of this stuff. So, yeah, I, I like it. Also, flavor-wise, so good. 
uh it, it, i'm just like oh yeah of course this would be like a, it's like and if you die you can't throw a snowball i mean it's kind of like dark but yeah if you die you can't throw a snowball that makes <laughs> throw a lot of sense. snowballs until you kill a kid then the game uh, stops yeah yeah eh, definitely a little bit dark but yes uh pretty nice yep um also it is a hard removal um if there's only one minion on the board yeah so there's that as a backstop um okay so yeah it's an epic card you won't see it that much but it is definitely an interesting addition to uh to shaman and a good card too at b plus now we're going to go on to the c plus cards By Whoa, the way, wait so far every did you, wait did you say it works on one minion that's not how it works oh sorry you need two minions yeah, yeah, you need two Okay, minutes. Okay, so it's not a hard removal. My bad. No, 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 no. What, was that part of your... That wasn't part of my calculation, but if that I, was I just your... told you I did no math on this card. Oh, uh, okay. So there, were no, there was no calculation for it to be a part of. Yeah. Um, so next we have three cards left. They are C+, C+, and C. Let's look at the C plus card first. First one is Cheaty Snowbold. Cheaty Snowbold is a 3 9 3 4 after an enemy is frozen, deal three damage to it. Normally, this will be like, whatever, what are we going to freeze? But with this set in, you're actually going to freeze, like, everything. You're going to freeze a lot, man. So, even on the same turn, this is probably going to trigger, right, if you're not playing on three. But if you play it on three and it doesn't get removed, starting on turn four, you can start freezing stuff, maybe. Yeah. So... This is getting basically an entire tier's worth of value, effectively, because mm -hmm. otherwise it would be like a D plus. D plus. Um, and now this is uh, and and now this is like a C plus. So it's actually mm -hmm. getting. And look, you're you you won't have like all freezes in your deck, so it's not that good. <laughs> and it's not like this is um, impossible to kill. So let's not go crazy here, right? Um, but yes, you know, it, it, it gains an extraordinary amount of value from the fact that, like, holy shit, you... Shamans suddenly are a freezing class. It's crazy, mm -hmm. but they are. They're, they're, they're a freeze class. They're more of a freeze class than mage. Oh, significantly more. Like, significantly more. Mages yeah, like just they're... do dumb generation things. Shamans freeze now. Yup. So the other C-plus card is Glaciate. You want to take this? Yeah, so Glaciate is a card, uh, it's a six mana spell. You summon, uh, well, sorry, you discover, and then you summon an eight cost minion, and you freeze it. Uh, it's a frost spell as well. You know, you could, dra uh, you, you, you could draw it in some extra ways. Um, you want to look at what is in the pool. There's not a lot of eight cost minions. There are 13 total. You can tweet at me if I'm wrong. I think I'm right. I think I counted up all of them. So here's the thing. If it's a regular eight cost minion, and if it doesn't have taunt and it doesn't do anything, it's not great. It's terrible. It's not great. Because remember, this is very bad. This when, is like D -tier. when you freeze it, it misses its next available attack, which means you can't attack during the turn that you summon it. It doesn't unfreeze when it comes... Like, you can't attack on the n next turn. Next because turn item, that yeah. is the first available attack. So, um, 
it misses that. So you're not able to attack with it until two turns after you use it. Which means some of the 8 drops that are good that you might be thinking of, including Violet Worm and Proto Drake, they're not as good as you think uh, they are because they don't taunt, they don't, you know, do do that thing. Moarg is out. If Moarg was in, Moarg would be amazing, right? Moarg would be mm-hmm. so good with this because it taunts. Um, and then there are some trash ones. The there are some really bad ones. So if you're if you are thinking why isn't it lower, the only thing holding it up from being like a D tier is a abominable lieutenant. And because that card is like <laughs> is game breakingly good, if you get it, you just got a six mana lieutenant, and yeah, I can't attack for a little bit, but it doesn't matter. It commands like removal. It's just gonna keep eating stuff on their board. Even if you can't attack, it's broken. So one out of thirteen, uh, the chances of you getting a lieutenant. I calculated is approximately 25%. If there's 13 choices, it's you get it approximately 25% of the time. It's not super high, but the th- the thing that tilts it from like a bad card, like an actual bad card to an above average card, once again, I account for the fact that you have that blowout potential. 25% chance to just kind of win the game cuz you got a stupid 6 mana uh lieutenant. That counts for a lot. That counts for a ton in a game full of swings where a big swing isn't enough. You need like home run hitters. Uh, this is like a home run hit, a six man and lieutenant. Uh, that's that's it. So um, even in like the bad scenarios, I'm just like, you know what? Shaman still has the tools to kind of hold people off. So even if you just get the proto drake or just get the vile worm, you know, you can still get some use out of it eventually. It does suck that you can't use it for, like, two turns. Um, yeah. Are there any taunts that are eight mana? No. Or, yeah. like, not so any good are... Or, like, I didn't... It, it, no, sorry. Uh, you have Alakir. But, like, that's not oh, okay. good. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. Sorry. So, yes, you have one. It's Alakir. And you essentially just get, um, you know, the, the Divine three, Shield 3-6... Uh, taunt, which is like it's fine, it's 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 okay, uh, but it's not good, right? Like mm-hmm. if you get a yeah. three six taunt divine shield, it's fine. Um, so yeah, and I believe that is like the only taunt that's like noteworthy, or even like the only taunt okay. period. Um, so yeah, if Moarg was in, this would move up even higher because mm-hmm. that one is super duper good. Uh but but no um glaciate okay. it's just held up by the abom- abominable lieutenant score and it raises it significantly like an entire tier just because of that 25 percent chance to win the game off of it yep i mean that's we identified that as an s tier card um this will bring it out two turns early for two mana cheaper like it's it, it it's such a big win when you get uh when you get the abomination, uh, that it, it really raises the score of this card. So it's a card to watch out for. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, last card, last card in Shaman is Frostbite. This is a C tier card. It's a little better than a Yeti. 
2 mana, deal 3 damage, frost spell, honorable kill, your opponent's next spell costs 2 mana more. It's nice and all, but your opponent knows that their next spell costs 2 mana more. They can just like not play spells for a while and play their minions first. It's not like as effective as you may think it, it, it is, and that's if you get the honorable kill, which deal 3 damage, it's not like guaranteed by a long shot that you get it without actually waiting for it and you may or may not want to wait for it like most of the value of this card is just in the two mana deal three damage okay all right uh i think that's it i think that is it for shaman it's an interesting class they got a lot of really good cards um i can easily see them being oppressively good uh, I, I can actually see that just because of the the new cars that they got, and if you guys remember Skullmance Academy Shaman, they had some like, you know, they they, uh, they had moments there where it was like, oh wow, like you know, they have uh, what was it, Raz? Um, they have along with like the uh, the Primordial Studies, um, you know, all of these good generators, right? Because you can find, for example primordial studies into steward of scrolls into these big mm. spells uh so they had ways to just generate all of this removal unstable evolution is back so na uh. now that we are looking at those uh kind of chains right like primordial studies into steward of scrolls they find a unstable evolution well let's start the clown music right um and that's on top of all of this stuff that they have it is very possible, but Blizzard controls things, it's very possible for shamans to dominate the meta because they do have the tools to do it. Yup, and um, the thing with shaman is that if they don't dominate the meta, Blizzard's going to mess up adjusting them because they're so synergized with this new set that they're going to get adjusted up like what Blizzard will think, what the Blizzard algorithm will think is the right amount to make them from a bad class to an okay class. And all of the synergies are going to kick in with each other. There's a giant network synergy for this free stuff. And they're all of a sudden become the dom going to become the dominant class. Like, that's what I think is going to happen in Shaman. I don't know that they'll start off at the top, but at some point they will be at the top. If they don't start out at the top, they'll be at the top after the first adjust. So definitely a class to watch out for. I can see that. And, uh... That's that's the S tier card, right? Like you have the you have paladins with the S tier card, you have uh, uh, hunter with the S tier card. Well, shaman's your other one. And I've, I've talked to you guys about uh, what S, S tier cards mean historically. They just barely exist. They barely exist. And so we're getting four of them now in three classes. So these three classes are all going to be good at some point. Hunter has a giant asterisk because the rest of their package sucks so much. <laughs> but, uh, but their S tier card is a common. And that's yes. like, that's really yes. scary. That's like incredibly, incredibly scary. Yeah, yeah. at least Walpaw Cavern is a rare and the Paladin 2 are a rare and a, a, a epic. The, the Hunter 1 is a common. Um, so I don't know what's happening with the Hunter. Yeah, um, this is Shaman. It's gonna be fun. Like this is this should be one of the classes you have like circled where you're like, I want to play Shaman in this new expansion. Like you want to freeze and you want to do all these synergies and you want to like play. Like this is, I am almost never excited about Shaman. It's just not one of my favorite classes. Uh, most of their stuff is like complicated and convoluted for either no reason or just super OP for no reason. But here, 
yeah, it's powerful, but it's also networking in a cohesive way that hasn't been exactly done before in Hearthstone, even though it's using a very normal and old school mechanic, which is freeze, right? So I'm excited. I'm sure if I just told some of you guys Unstable Evolution is back, that would have been enough for you guys to just <laughs> fire up Arena and uh, you know try to get Shaman. But this was a very good uh, expansion for them. Top to bottom, it's like they, they were the winners in terms of overall quality. Um, like they, they just like got so much good stuff. Like you can look at Paladin and be like, wait, but they got two S cards. Like, yeah, one of them is an Epic. Um, and then, mm -hmm. you know, but here it's not just about the top end. It's not just about like, oh, like what are the cars? It's like, how well do they work together? How well do they work with the stuff that's coming back? You gotta like what you see for the Shaman. I'm just like, wow, this is probably the, the best package when you look mm -hmm. at the stuff that's coming back as well and how, how well it fits. Um, it's going to be pretty annoying to play against because it is going to be that pow powerful. And Shamans are going to be able to freeze and remove you a ton. Uh, you might yeah. actually just play out minions five turns in a row and never be able to attack uh, because of either removal or freeze into freeze into giant removal. Um, yeah. 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 It's just, it's rare to get a constructed level package that works in the arena. And that's what Shaman got with this set. Like, a lot of the other ones in Arena, you'll get, like, small bits and pieces of a constructive package that you could kind of put together. Or it'll be, like, Rogue, and it'll just be like, nope, this is too complicated, we can't do anything. Um, but you, or, or the just, I don't even know what the constructive package is, right? Like, for, like, Paladin, when you're just, or, like, for, for Druid, where you're just like, I guess there's stuff. Arena likes stuff. We'll have big stuff, right? But this one's actually, like, a cool package that's working together. Um, all right. Well, that's it for Shaman. We are going to close out with Warlock and Warrior. We've been at this since 3 o'clock. It is now 9 o'clock. We are over six hours in, but we should finish before 8 o'clock. We'll finish actually like, this is, it's gonna, the timing is going to work out exactly, exactly as I predicted, despite Murps' best intentions to actually make this fast. It's going to um, be fast. Okay. Uh, Shoutouts? Uh, shout out to all of you guys watching, whether on Twitch or on YouTube. I, I would We're say we wouldn't do it without you podcast. guys, but I don't know. We'd probably do it like in a <laughs> in a crazy fashion. Uh, but we do like people watching, and we do like that people like this kind of stuff. I understand that people sometimes like you know only watch this. Uh, you guys are you guys are ridiculous, but we we love you for it. So thank you. Uh, and make sure you stick around because we're going into the home stretch. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Welcome back to the Fractured in Alteric Valley Grading Go card review stream YouTube video podcast like Borge. This is Adam McDuff. This is Murps. Uh, let's talk about Warlock. And if you have just been playing Dual Class Arena, I'm sure you're very mm. familiar with Warlocks because. The Warlock hero power was so good during this mm -hmm. previous meta. Warlocks have been good for a while, but once again, it goes to this theme of like, man, being able to extend the game and then being able to draw cards. Uh, you know, you have your defensive tools and then you have like the Lion's Guard and then you also have these ways to just heal and then taunt and everything. Really, really good. And then unlike other classes that have to draw cards fairly, you know, you can you can keep tapping. So 
Uh, yes. Let's talk about Warlock. Have they gotten insane cards? What's the first card? The first card is A-tier. They have two A-tier cards uh, and two B-tier cards, and then it kind of drops off a cliff. Yeah. So this is this is definitely one of those, like, you have good cards, you have bad cards. So let's look at the good cards. The good cards are good. They're A-tier. They're, like, you know, as good as class cards should get. Uh, the first one is Hollow Abomination. Five mana, two, eight. Battle Cry. Deal one damage to all enemy minions. So it's a two, eight that deals one damage to everything. Uh, you, you know all the enemy minions, which is already really good. Like think of um, think of the dragon that uh, the scorcher that was a three six instead of a two eight, so it's not even as good of a body, and it dealt one damage to everything, not just uh, the enemies. So we're already doing really well here, and scorcher is a decent card even today. On top of all this, this card has honorable kill, gain the minions attack. Remember, Honorable Kill can be triggered multiple times. It is not a one-shot thing. So whatever you kill, all the things you kill, and even if you kill it after this, right, it doesn't have to just be the battle cry that kills. You can attack stuff with the next turn, kill it, and then, like, you know, get the attack too. Yep. Uh, so, look, it's very good. I don't want you guys being jaded and now thinking A-tier cards aren't good like remember before this we might have had expansions or we did have expansions basically with like one s tier card no s tier cards right yeah, uh i mean we just had one yeah united instrument had no s tier cards. no s tier cards barons only had one and it was a banned card so it effectively had no s tier cards in the arena so look th this this is a very very good card um a a means it, it's a card that like adequate says uh, you probably might look at it and be like, well, I don't want this card in Arena. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of don't want this card in Arena either. Uh, but it is... I think you can clearly see a difference between this and, like, the, the S and S plus mm -hmm. cards as well. So it's, it's, it's a busted card, but I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not just all-purpose. Always be able to use it and get, like, extreme maximum amounts of value. It is a bit more situational. Um, and, and that's fine. That's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what to, what to say about this. It's, it's good. Uh, you will get value from it eventually. It's not necessarily a five drop. In fact, I would recommend that you wait to get some value out of this. Um, cause the value could be very good. Um, the, the, the one redeeming quality uh, about it is, is how often can you really deal one damage to stuff and kill more than one thing of any meaningfulness that's not a 1-1? You yeah. know, like, just think back to it. You usually use it to target one thing that you want to kill. Which, to be fair, if you get it for this card, you're, you're doing real well. Because now you also have a big body on the board. But, again, this is A tier. It's supposed to be busted. And it is busted. It's just not single-handedly game-winning in almost all situations busted. Yeah. Um, all right. Next card is also A tier, and it is a rare card. Rare spell. Fell spell. Three mana. Full-blown evil. Deal five damage. Randomly split among all enemy minions. Repeatable this turn. Do they just hate Echo? I'm like, wh why don't they just call it Echo? Are we just done with Echo? We're, we're done with Echo. Echo was uh, only only one expansion. Yeah, but we can't use the keyword again. I don't. I, nope, I, I, it's I, too I don't confusing. Oh, okay. All right. 
But uh, I, I like this card a lot. I think I had to get you to raise it a little bit. But I, I love this card. I love how it deals exact damage. I love how you can make it be a small card. You can make it be a big card. This is exactly the kind of stuff that I love. Yep. It's also a rare Warlock card that's single-sided. Uh, this is what's happening, right? Like you see with uh, with the other card, uh, with Hollow Abomination too, you're getting some single-sided board clarity removals now for Warlock. And that is very different than the double-sided stuff that they normally have. And it is a lot better because Warlocks do Zoo very well. And Zoo puts you on the board, which makes it really awkward to Hellfire your own board, right? But now you have support for Zoo on multi-targets. So, this is, this is huge. And this one scales up to, up to 15 damage for 9 mana. Um, split exactly how, like, not exactly how you want, but if they have 15 or less health, right, then it's, it's exact. Um, so, yeah. So, this is a, a, a very good card. Um, it's not higher than this. I mean, A tier is already ridiculous, but it's not higher than this because ultimately it still only just removes stuff. Like, to get higher than A tier, you really have to remove stuff and put a body down, or you have to remove more than, like, 15 damage, right? Like, 15 damage may seem like a lot, but these days there's some scary stuff that people can put out. Yep. Okay, let's uh, move on. Uh, those are the best cards. We are going into the B tier. B tier, first card we have is Grave Defiler. Uh, Grave Defiler is a 1-mana 2-1 battle cry. Copy a fell spell in your hand. You're going to have some fell spells, you know? We just talked about a fell spell. Uh, so this is uh, going to be one of those cards that, like, you kind of want to hold it. And, like, what, mm -hmm. what what are you doing playing a 1-mana 2-1 anyways, right? So uh, it's good. It, it's, it's quite good. Like, copying a good spell... A good fell spell that you chose to draft is really nice. Um, so that's yeah. yeah, that's where it's at. Rustacon Tamer is like a similar card, but for like Hunter, um, and it copies a beast in your hand, and that card's ridiculous. That card's better than this one, uh, mostly because this is a one mana two one. Mm -hmm. Like whatever else you can do with this card, however much crap you add onto it, it's still a one mana two one, and those just aren't like a great body. Yep. Um, so yeah, so you want to use this for its ability more than for the uh, for the body. So remember, uh, yeah, full blown evil is a fell spell. And speaking of fell spells, the next card that we rated uh, a B is fell fire in the hole. This is an epic fell spell. <laughs> uh, it is five mana. Draw a spell and deal two damage to all enemies. It doesn't clear. I'm always weirded out when warlock things aren't double sided. Uh, yeah. And it's just single-sided. I'm like, that's weird. Uh, draw a spell and deal two damage to all enemies. If it's a fell spell, deal one more. Um, you can just average it out. It's like, well, first of all, do you need the damage? And then if you do, you're like, well, what spells do I have left? Uh, and you can just sort of see. But this is good because you're not just dealing the damage. You're drawing another spell. Spells that you have drafted are quite good. So... Mm -hmm. It's nice. Like, uh, yeah. it's a good it's amount a, of damage. It's an overpriced double-sided removal that has an RNG aspect to it. So well, it's not double-sided. It's not double-sided. Oh, sorry. Uh, Single-sided removal. Um, uh, yeah. Um, but the draw of spell part is really where this kicks in. Yep. The draw of spell part is is so clutch uh, for, for Warlock. Okay. 
All right, uh, we're gonna talk about the legendary next. It's C. Everything else is below a C. Um, so let's talk about the legendary. This legendary is a legendary spell. It is not a minion. It is a four mana shadow spell. Tamsin's Spilacatari uh, begins with a P. Has a bunch of Y's. Um, and what it does is you discover a friendly death rattle minion that died this game. Give your minions its death rattle. So it's a buff all spell, like buff all things on your side of the board, and it gives them a death rattle. Uh, you get to discover a friendly death rattle. You probably didn't have three death rattle minions die this game, most likely. So you really just get to pick the best one of all the ones that have died. The problem, of course, is that you actually need a good death rattle to have died, and then you need a whole board in which you can buff this. Uh, so there's a lot of conditionals happening here, but you have a lot of control over this card. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, about this card, uh, w w what was the card again? It, it, it's Tamsin's P with Y's and, like, lactating. Nailed it. There's a, there's, a, there's a lactate in there. Okay, so the lactating potion, uh, remember, don't think about the best case scenario. I don't know why people always think about Proto-Drake. I'm like, yes, Proto-Drake exists. Uh, no, it's, it's not always gonna happen. Warlock is not a death rattle centric class like not mm -hmm. not really so you're kind of relying on neutral death rattles in which case that's not great uh but yeah like you you will have a board to do this with a decent amount of times it's really the death rattle that's kind of tough or like a, a worthy mm -hmm. death rattle that's kind of tough yep all right, well, that's the legendary spell that you probably won't see that often. And it's only a C. It's, like, barely better than a Yeti. Um, now we're going to get into some bad cards. First one is a D+, so just a little below a Yeti. Uh, it's Fellwalker. It's a 6-mana, 3-7 demon that has taunt. So, understated. Battlecry, cast the highest cost fell spell from your hand. Okay, so you need a fell spell in your hand. That's not that easy to get. Then it has to basically have no target because it's gonna random target it. So good luck. I I don't think more needs to be said about this one. Yep. Like I mean, it could be good, right? Like Vip fell fire in the hole or something. Um, sure. But yeah. Uh, next is three cards that are all D tier, so they're all bad cards. We're just gonna go through them. First, Seeds of Destruction, two mana fell spell. Shuffle four Rifts into your deck. They summon a 3-3 Dread Imp when drawn. No. No. It's not enough to shuffle into your deck. I know you can draw cards because you're a Warlock, but even if you get it, they just summon a 3-3. And 3-3s are bad. And your odds of getting them are actually... Like, getting a lot of them are actually very low. Yep. <sighs> Next, Desecrated Graveyard. This is the Warlock objective. Three mana. At the end of your turn, destroy your lowest attack minion to summon a 4-4 Shade. Last three turns. So you're at most getting three 4-4 Shades. And you are at least destroying three of your smallest minions. Like You need eggs or something to make this work. Even if you're killing like 1-1s one or 2-2s two or like whatever, you're not getting that much value. 
you have to play really low. Like, I could see this working sometimes. There's a reason it's not F, right? It's, like, definitely yeah. not an F. Um, yeah, because you can control it, right? You can it's at the end it. of your turn. Yeah. So you can just make sure you have one drops that you could put out every single turn to feed this graveyard. But I, I, I don't see it being consistently good. And I, this is one in which you kind of have to draft around. But, like, don't draft around this. Yeah. This, is, this is bad. Yeah. It's, it's a solid D. Like, you really do. Like, I think even if you're killing your own 2-2s, this is a bad card. Like, you have to kill something that is worse than a 2-2 for all three turns, on average. Yep. Um, all right. We are now at the final card. The final card is a Sacrificial Summoner. It's an epic card. You won't see it much. It's a 3-mana 3-3. 3-mana 3-3s are bad. Battle Cry, destroy a friendly minion. Summon a minion from your deck that costs one more. No. Um, it's incredibly situational. You won't need to destroy like a damaged minion or a minion with a battle cry. Uh, the minion from your deck that you summon has to not have a battle cry. Like, this is some constructed crap. Basically. Um, yeah. Uh, that's good. That's enough analysis for, for me <laughs> as well. Alright. Well, um... I think the big thing that's happening here uh, is the introduction of, like, these single-sided removals. Fellfire in the hole, you got full-blown evil, you have uh, the hollow abomination. You're getting a lot of support for board clears that are single-sided uh, in this set. Now, in Arena, one of them's a rare, one of them's an epic, and the lowest damaging one's the common one. So the impact is probably not, like, super cohesive, but it is an interesting direction to go with Warlock. It's an interesting one. It's not new, and remember, the cards that are coming back, I was saying, I'm just like, eh, it doesn't do anything new. It's like, yeah, for example, they get back Brittlebone Destroyer. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It doesn't do anything new. Like, what, they <laughs> Warlock had trouble removing before? That's hilarious. Uh, so a lot of these things that you're, you're looking at in terms of the new stuff that they got or the old stuff that's returning, I'm like, it doesn't move the needle for Warlock. So, uh, it just depends once again on how they adjust. It's like, well, if they adjust it very favorably for Warlocks, sure, they can do what they always do, which is tap, outvalue, have a million ways to remove, um, and then if it goes unfavorably well we know exactly how it turns out because they're not getting any new tools it's not like this new freeze shaman uh thing that they never had before warlock yep. is the same old yep uh zoo is going to be a bit more powerful than it normally is um but the uh, the problem with warlock in in this meta is everybody has a lot of cards so you're kind of losing a little bit of your your unique hero power status, um, but Zoo should be good. Zoo should be hard to challenge for other classes because they don't really have, like Merp keeps making this distinction where you're not getting a lot of tempo, you're getting things that can take advantage of early game tempo maybe for some of the classes. So Warlocks don't get any of that, but Warlocks just naturally are a good Zoo class. So if you can get Zoo set up, you can now have some board clarity stuff to like support you. Um, Overall, it's not the most exciting package for Warlock, but it's Warlock. You know, never count them out. Yep. All right. 
That's it for Warlock. Uh, we're gonna save all the shoutouts for the very last video, which is going to be Warrior, and that's coming up next. Until then, this is Abukta. This is Murp C, guys. Welcome back to Gritting Goats, last piece for the uh, Alteric Valley expansion, card review, arena. Um, this is Abukta. This is Murps. Talking about Warrior. Uh, Warrior has gotten some good cards, some bad, some terrible cards uh, in expansions. <laughs> the, the most terrible cards. Yes. What is this going to be? Well, we're going to tell you right now the best card is a singular B-plus card. And if you have been listening to this, that's not good because some classes got like double S. Some classes got like double A's. Even even the Rogue, which is the worst class cards, you know, up until this point, even the Rogue got one A. Yeah. This, the, the Warriors just got one B plus, and that's kind of it. Uh, the Warrior also has four cards that are F, which means that they're basically undraftable, whereas the most that we've seen Fs in other classes before this were uh, two. Yep. Uh, in Hunter and in Mage, each had two Fs. Uh, the, the Warrior's going to have four Fs. So Warriors have four Fs and four Bs, and then their Legendary is a C. So let's get to it. Let's start with the B. B plus, this is the best card the Warriors have in this set. It is, and remember, B plus is good. Like, not to take anything away from B pluses, right? Like, A is, like, really good. A is, like, Scorpion levels of good. B plus is, like, almost there. Is it Axe Berserker, 4 mana, 3, 5, Rush, already decent, Honorable Kill, draw a weapon. Good. Weapons are very important for Warrior. Yeah, they're very important. Um, you may not have a lot of weapons in your deck either, so being able to draw the weapon is actually really good. Yep. Um, and, like, they don't get any weapons in this expansion. Uh, good weapons are coming back, you know, one really good one is like live wire and lance but like a lot of it has to do with like oh how many weapons are available to you well if you're not getting one this expansion that's not great yeah um and a lot of the ones that you are getting back are like epic yeah so the offering yep. rates are going to be low yep uh, you have live wire and lance you have super collider they're really good but like uh what are your chances of like reliably drafting those i don't know i wouldn't exactly count on it yep um so the other problem is that, like I keep saying this, it's not as easy as people think to honorably kill with three damage. I think most people think of honorable kill, they're centered on two damage, and they have a pretty good sense of what it takes to honorably kill two damage. Obviously one damage is like all kills that you get off that thing is going to be like honorably killed. But at three, it actually gets kind of challenging. Um, you'll be able to do it, but you may have to hold for a while. So with a card like this, you may just play it, right? Four mana, three, five rush is pretty good. Yep. Also, Especially if you like have another weapon in your hand already. Or right. If you have another weapon, or if you just don't have another weapon in your deck, right? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's why I, I, I think you guys see why the score isn't like super high. Okay, next yeah. one. Yeah. So then we have three cards that are all in B tier. We're going to start with the first one. The first one's a Glory Chaser. Three mana, four, three. After you play a Taunt Minion, draw a card. So... Normal BT, uh, normal uh, three mana, three drop stats, and with upside if you play it on turn three, or later on, you can almost guarantee yourself a card draw. Yep. Wow. So, super good. Um, yeah. 
This is a B tier. But like I said, like these are pretty good cards. It's not A tier. You're not like drawing endlessly. You, a tier would be like if it drew two cards, right? You can only trigger it once or something. But this is B tier because you have to play two taunts in order to draw those two cards. And really, a lot of times you're just playing it as a three drop. Like this is not a card that you would save. No, like you would not, not play nothing on three just to draw more cards later on. That that's not a good plan. Next up is Scrapsmith. You have another three drop. Scrapsmith is a three mana two four taunt, which is not good. So why is it rated so high? Why does he get a B? Because it has a battle cry. Add two two four grunts with taunt into your hand. So you get two card draws. They're bad cards, but they're cards. They are cards. Uh, yeah, like. We've seen that effect where, like, a lot of really annoying taunts, even if they're a little bit uh, overcosted, it works. Like, it, it mm -hmm. totally works. Having that ability to play them whenever you want, having that flexibility, it all counts for something. Yep. Um, I think people will be surprised at how good this card is. Because yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't, like, jump out at you as a great card. But the, the sheer annoyingness of this, it's, it's going to get to you. And it's going to help Warrior set up some stuff. Yep, agreed. And finally, we have Snowden of Frostbell. What? It's an epic Frostbell, though. So I don't think Warriors are going to all of a sudden be one of the Frost classes. Uh, it's not going to be offered that much, but it's pretty good. It's B. Uh, three mana, destroy a damaged minion. Freeze all other minions. So the double-sided freeze. But it has that execute effect. Yeah, this one's interesting. I don't exactly know how good the freeze is in addition to the execute. Uh, but it's it's at least an execute. And I'm like, I think on average you can use the additional freeze effect beneficially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you could play it and then play minions, right? Yeah. So it's not going to freeze all of your minions. Yep. Uh, so those are the good cards that Warriors have. Uh, now their Legendary is a C tier, so it's like a little better than a Yeti. It's uh, Captain Galvangar. It's a 6 mana 6-6. Six, six. Battlecry, if you have gained 15 or, armor, or more armor this game, gain plus 3 plus 3 at charge. Uh, obviously, 9-9 nine, nine charges are really good, uh, but 6 mana 6-6s six, six that do nothing are not good. So you got to gain 15 armor. Um, you're probably not going to do that without some armor gaining cards and you're probably going to get like a couple of armor gaining cards in your deck just like by happenstance but you have to like play them and so this is not going to come out anywhere near turn six so it's a it's a pretty late game kind of like card because that plus three plus three in charge is is so impactful that you'll want to wait for it if you're not playing it like on curve because you have nothing else to play so overall it's just kind of like lackluster either way you do it yep you really want to wait <laughs> yeah you and then you're waiting a really long time you're waiting a hell of a long time yeah <sighs> all right so that's the legendary and now we're talking about four useless cards like, like we said we, we were trying real hard to like you know set your expectations right for warrior this is, this is not, not a great thing that's happening here. You got a couple workable pieces in the beginning, but the rest of this set is... Uh, um, on the bright side, it's uh, one epic, two rare, and... Uh, sorry, uh, one epic and three rare. So at least the common cards were all like good and playable. Um, so let's start with the one that is a F+. 
useless, right? We made an F plus card. This is the tier of almost completely useless. And it is to the front. It's a two mana rare card. Your minions cost two less this turn, but not less than one mana. So a two mana card gets discounted, to, a two mana minion gets discounted to one mana, three mana or above get discounted by two. Um, it's situational. You gotta think of it the same way you think of uh, like that paladin um, uh, objective, where you you have to like play it where you have some minions that you could play, which is not something you always have. But if you do have it, the effect it's not nothing. You're you're probably gonna be able to get like four or six mana out of this one card, like additional mana. In the, after you make up for the two that you lose by playing it. And that's four to six more tempo. And that's pretty decent, considering normally you just get a coin, right? So you can't ramp with this, but it kind of does make up for it. The problem is that you need some kind of setup. Like, you do need those minions in your hands. And it's not that flexible beforehand. Like, maybe on turn six, you get two four drops out or something, right? That's, the, like, the get... best case scenario. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get two mana. That's pretty good. Um, like, we're just talking, like, this is all among bad cards, right? This right. is an F+. Plus. I'm just saying, I'm just saying this is not totally useless. It's fair. That is fair. All right. The, the next cards are all totally useless. So, <laughs> totally useless card number one. Frozen Buckler. Uh, it's an epic spell, it's a frost spell, two mana. Gain ten armor. At the start of your next turn, lose five armor. Oh boy. Alright, next. Next. Iceblood Garrison. Two mana, objective. At the end of your turn, deal one damage to all minions. Last three turns. So... Dealing one damage to all minions at the end of your turn is not great, because it means you can't really play minions this turn, unless they're synergistic to being damage dealt at, which in the arena you're not going to have that many of them. And, and, and then after your first turn, it's like a total toss-up of what this helps. Like, who this deal one damage to everybody actually helps. And in the meantime, you've spent the card, you've spent the mana. <laughs> yeah. um, the problem here is sort of like, what, are you not going to play uh minions like are, are you gonna do that like um ex you know explosive trap thing where you don't play and you're like aha but uh, you know i won't i don't oh, want them now i get value. to deal one damage to all your stuff right meanwhile they just build a board and they actually just smack you in the face um so yeah i i don't see this as like be working out for you in any way uh no, that's like consistent anyways yeah like Whirlwind at two mana would probably still be better than this card. This card's yep. Bad. Um, okay, and finally the last card is Shield Shatter. Uh, it is a ten mana card. It is rare. It is another Frost spell. Deal five damage to all minions. Uh, cost one less for each armor you have. So again, there's not that many armor synergies happening uh, in in this rotation. You may be able to get some, but probably not. And then it's just a 10 mana card that like gives you two armor because you get to use the hero power on the same turn. And it also deals five damage to all minions. Like, that's not even enough to be a board clear these days. Like, not a big one at least. That's like a mid-sized board clear. Double-sided. 
it's 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 bad. Like, there is a school of thought that any kind of mid-size or large board clear is good, no matter what you have to pay for it. And that may have been true in like classic, but we're way past that. At ten mana, you can't. This doesn't do anything for you. Yep. Okay. What uh That's Warrior. That's Warrior. Alright, look. Warrior is getting back some very good cards, like some of them. Like Troublemaker and Super Collider are two of the best cards that, you know, classes have kind of ever gotten as well. Um, so it's it's quite good. Like they should be happy with that. But they certainly got no help, like absolutely zero help. Uh, in this expansion and it's like well they got some you know one b plus and some b's yeah that doesn't cut it that doesn't cut it in the arms race uh mm -hmm. of this expansion because the cl other classes just got so much better stuff um so we'll see where warrior is at like if you're lucky enough to get super collider if you're lucky enough to get troublemaker um athletic studies is in and you know the the studies are always good and having more rush things uh you know that's that's quite nice but i don't think that's going to save warriors so they are at the mercy of blizzards uh adjustments if if they look upon them favorably well that's great good for them uh but just naturally i don't see them doing as well as other classes yeah which is fine warriors have had their times to shine they have. Uh, this does not have to be one of them um so yeah that's 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 warrior it's I, I love warrior but this set is super unexciting i'm not excited by any of these cards to play um even the powerful cards they're not like interesting right like the only one that uh, like maybe scrapsmith is interesting in some like controlly kind of way but what are you building up to like neutral cards um so yeah that's uh that's it from from us uh we've done all the classes we've done all the neutrals some some record-breaking cards in here on the on the class card side with s pluses and you have a s tier card and abominable new lieutenant at epic and we'll see what uh what blizzard chooses to do about that monster once uh once the set is released um Overall, I think the set is not as, like, annoying. I, I'll put it a different way. It's not as overpowered as I thought it was going to be. The top cards are super overpowered. And there are some of them. But it's, like, normal power creep. Rather than this big spike of, like, 12 cards that I was afraid we were going to have to deal with. Like, at the end of the day, you saw there are um, a total of... Four S tier cards and two S plus tier cards. The uh, S tier cards, two of one of them's a legendary. Two of them are epics. Um, it's possibly okay. Um, there's also not a lot of A tier cards on uh, for uh, for neutrals, which is good because sometimes there's multiple A tier cards. Not a lot of B pluses in neutral, so the neutrals is actually very well in control. And the class cards, there's a normal amount of A tier cards. So this whole set power level is actually quite in line with expectations outside of the spikes. The very notable spikes. Like normally you get one S tier card per set and you're like, oh my god, this is the S tier card. Now you have you have six. Uh and you're like
like oh, I don't know. I guess I guess we we live with the the paladin, shaman, and hunter uh, dominating cards, and and possibly the neutral one. All right. Yeah, I got nothing more to say. I thought we did a, a good review of the meta. I think that you know this is this is where where we're at. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Let's uh, give some thanks. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's give a final shout out to our patrons, our patri- top patrons for the past couple months: uh, RV Night Train, Yin, Fifteen Gold Cringe, Eric L, Aaron LS, Dan F, Karova, Reg, Four P, and Brand New. Thank you guys so much. You can find us at patreoncom gold if you listen to the podcast and or watch this on YouTube and want to contribute. If you're watching on Twitch, subs are totally great. We love subs. Um, and yeah, show your support. If you're considering supporting us, actually, you made it this far. For tax reasons, we would appreciate being supported before the end of the year rather than <laughs> after the end of the year. Yes. That's all I'll say about that. Uh-huh. Great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, and then, of course, uh, thank you to the mods here uh, in Twitch chat uh, who have stayed really long. Um, but I, I know, like, Bossman, Cass, Obsidian Sludge uh, are, are still here. Um, and then, of course, like, we've had other mods. I, I think I thanked them previously. But they're not here right now, so I, I'm, I'm not reading them off right now. Haha. <laughs> Uh, but I uh, appreciate all of you guys. Uh, and of course, David Attenborough, um, who helps us do these videos. <sighs> Am I forgetting anyone? I'm probably forgetting someone. Anyone else? Um, no, I think we're good. Okay, that's it. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, Mom and Dad, thank you for raising me. Okay, that's great. Uh, you can tune in Tuesday. I will be starting to play Arena, and then we'll be streaming every day. So oh, I know yeah. we've been doing a be lot every of day. Diablo. We've been doing a lot of other stuff. Uh, we are returning to the Arena, for better or worse. We'll see. I will at least play some. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Murps good. will be streaming on Tuesday. I'll be streaming on Wednesday. Then Murps on Thursday. Me on Friday. All right. So see you guys. This is us signing out and uh, we will see you on stream or on the next podcast episode oh arena coop is back next week obviously because of the new expansion so all things all good things um until any of those times this is adwukta this is murps goodbye bye Enjoying the Light Forge? For the full rundown on Hearthstone Arena draft strategy, card review, and arena gameplay, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or twitch.tv at ADWCTA. Support the podcast by sharing us with your friends and family, or become a patron at patreon.com slash grinning goat. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next week.